0: Hey, you unique and victorious person you. In order for me to live with myself I want to be fit for myself to know so I ask myself regularly what the hell am I thinking? Welcome to the podcast today I'm Ayaba. Today's quote is perhaps the butterfly is proof that you can go through a great deal of darkness yet become something beautiful. The author of that quote is unknown. The reason I chose that quote is because Tanya asked about what is trauma exactly. It's darkness that we can make something beautiful out of. Unfortunately, lots of people don't understand that because of the way that the world handles trauma. When you look up the definition of trauma, according to the Webster-Merriam Dictionary, They define trauma initially as being an event or a um, experience or a force or mechanism that causes trauma. The world has adapted that to mean that trauma is this event that happens to people. That definition is so completely erroneous, but the connotation stuck with the word trauma. Now Merriam-Webster defines trauma as an injury, such as a wound, a disordered psychic or behavioral state resulting from severe mental or emotional stress or physical injury and emotional upset. The best definition of trauma that I've ever heard in my entire life was by the world-renowned Gabor Maté. He's one of the leading medical doctors on addiction and trauma and adverse childhood experiences and how they co they how they correlate with one another. His definition is, "The trauma is not what happens to you, nor what does not happen to you that should have happened." It is what happens inside of you as a result which caused the wound, the meaning that you made of it, and what you came to believe about yourself, the world, or other people that disconnected you from your authentic self. So given that definition of trauma, if we were to take the original definition, an agent, force, experience, or something that happens to you, then we would never be able to overcome trauma because you can't undo the situation. You can't unchange a robbery. You can't unchange a rape. You can't unchange a major accident. You can't unchange a a combat killing. But you can change how your body, mind, heart, spirit, and soul reacts to it by learning how to overcome it. However, that's a podcast for another day. Trauma, according to um, to the DSM five, is something that creates post traumatic stress disorder, and or PTSD. And it says that, according to the DSM five, which is the Diagn- diagnostic statistical manual that is used by the American Psychological Association for therapists and social workers to define mental health disorders in the United States of America. It says that trauma is not a particular event. It can be experienced either direct uh, by directly experiencing it, witnessing the event, learning about the event or being repeatedly exposed to averse details about the event. So an example, directly experiencing an event. You get shot in combat and you lose your leg. Witnessing the event. You watch a car accident where someone loses a limb or dies as a result of the accident. Learning about the events. Learning that your child was molested in church when they were 10 and they're 32 now. Repeated or extreme exposure, such as in the case of African-American males being shot and killed by police officers when the African-American male has been unarmed, non-aggressive, and just stopped for a routine traffic stop. That is repeatedly bombarded and blasted on social media and the news. Trauma is subjective to the individual group or community. It is an overload of the system. It causes a freeze in the amygdala. It results in unprocessed memories and feelings which remain raw because of the amygdala freezing. It causes similar events to be triggering, resulting in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn for decades afterwards if it is not properly dealt with and processed and the responses can be overcome over time. One thing about trauma when we talk about it being subjective is, a good example is let's say a friend and I are riding down the road together and I'm driving a Dodge Durango. Somebody hits us, flips the Dodge Durango two or three times, we get a little banged up but we survive, we're okay. My friend may get out of that and say wow I'm getting a Dodge Durango man this is the greatest car on the market, this thing is reliable, look at what we just survived, this is amazing man, Dodge, go Dodge, kudos to Dodge. I on the other hand may get out of that same Dodge Durango, that same accident that she was in, I can't look at a Dodge Durango, I can't ride in a Dodge Durango, and now every time I'm on the road that we flipped on, I'm freaking out, having panic attacks, I've got severe anxiety around driving, I have to go to counseling, I'm on medication now, same accident, two very different responses and, and experiences regarding the exact same accident. And some of it, um, yes, maybe has something to do with uh, resiliency or it could have something to do with genetics. But most people don't always experience the same trauma the same way. So there are the trauma is very subjective. Also, the definition for a person, the the criteria rather, for what the DSM-5 says is a, uh, the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, which is the aftermath of trauma and what it means to the body after it's been shocked. There are four symptoms. One of them is intrusive symptoms. The next set is avoidance symptoms. And then the next set is negative alterations in in cognition and or mood. And then the next set of symptoms are um, alterations in arousal and reactivity with the traumatic events. And I'm gonna go give examples of all four. The intrusive symptoms are intrusive thoughts, distressing dreams, dissociative reactions, intense, prolonged psychological distress, marked physiological reactions to stimulus resembling an aspect of the event. There are people that dissociate. They check out the minute they have uh, any kind of thought that reminds them of the traumatic experience, that the, the experience that caused them trauma, rather. Um, they end up, having uh, intrusive thoughts. And of these symptoms for the intrusive symptoms, the person only has to have one symptom out of the five. When it comes to avoidance symptoms, there are two symptoms and the person can have either one or both. The avoidance symptoms include avoidance of distressing memories, thoughts, or feelings, regarding anything related to the traumatic experience avoidance of reminders in the form of people places conversations activities objects situations that arouse distress with anything similar or related to the events so a person may have memories that every time they think about their dad they remember he touched their sister. So they don't really think about their dad. So they avoid thinking about him and anything related to him. An avoidance of reminders, say for instance, objects. I can't look at Dodge Durangos now. I don't even look at cars on the road because I'm so afraid I'm going to see a Dodge Durango. Or um, when I go to look at cars, I don't even go to to consider any other Dodge because I know I'm going to see a Dodge Durango on that car lot when I go so I'm avoiding the object. Another one are conversations. A lot of uh, combat soldiers come back and they don't want to watch the news because they know that the news is going to cover something about the war and it's going to put them right back in the memories and possibly feelings. Negative alterations in cognition and or mood is they only need to experience two of the six inability to remember important aspects, persistent and exaggerated negative beliefs, expectations about self, others, or the world, persistent negative emotional state, such as fear, guilt, shame, anger, depression, Uh, marked diminished interest in participation in significant activities, feelings of detachment or estrangement, or persistent inability to experience positive emotions. Many times when people experience trauma, they have um, a exaggerated um, negative belief about either themselves, the world, or others around them especially in the case of children where they've had adverse childhood experiences. A lot of uh, children who witness domestic violence in their home or a lot of dysfunction, they tend to develop exaggerated and persistent negative beliefs about themselves, the world, or others in the world. The marked diminished interest or participation in significant activities. A lot of soldiers come back from deployment and they used to love to go to family gatherings, uh, go to see their friends. And when they come back, they don't want to be involved in the family gatherings. They don't understand why. They feel detached or estranged so they don't go. They feel like they can't connect with people. So those are some examples. Alterations in arousal and reactivity with the traumatic events. So the person needs to only experience two at minimum of these six. They are irritable behavior or angry outbursts with little to no provocation. There's reckless or self-destructive behaviors, hypervigilance, exaggerated startle response, concentration problems, sleep disturbance. Almost every person that has had PTSD has a sleep, some sort of sleep disturbance because they've had dreams that are bothering them or they're afraid that if they go to sleep, they're gonna have dreams so they fight going to sleep. The irritable behavior, the angry outburst with little to no provocation, anything could have triggered them and it puts them in this that negative cognitive or that negative mood space and they end up having an outburst that is not uh, matching anything that, that would have caused it to be to that level. Hypervigilance, I can't tell you how many military personnel will not sit with their back to the door in restaurants or at events because the world has become unsafe to them due to all of the things that they've learned from being in the military or from what they've watched. So those are the symptoms according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, the fifth edition is what we're on right now with the TR. Um, They just released some modifications to it and changes. When a person experiences trauma, what was normal to them becomes abnormal. And what we feel or think when we have or have not experienced trauma is irrelevant because I can't tell someone what they did or did not feel just because I went through something and I didn't have that same reaction that they had. According to Bessel van der Kolk, who is one of the leading authors on trauma in the United States of America, or actually worldwide, he talks about in The Body Keeps the Score that people don't have a choice sometimes in how they're behaving and acting because they don't know any other way to be. And then he says in his book, trauma, whether it is the result of something done to you or something you yourself have done, almost always makes it difficult to engage in intimate relationships. After you have experienced something so unspeakable, how do you learn to trust yourself or anyone else again? So knowing that once someone has experienced trauma, especially children, it's very hard for them to trust. And it's very hard for children to see the world positively when they've been through something that shocks their system and nobody helps them understand what's going on with their system that that caused them to be that way. And many traumatized people feel shame about how they interacted or acted or reacted during the traumatic experience or as a result of it. And they, there are so many people that are agonizing with pain because they wanna do something different, but their system was hijacked. And so they, they don't know how to get out of the new neurological pathways that have been forged in the brain due to trauma. But if they could change it, they definitely would change it because trauma is not an event that takes pay, place in the past It leaves an imprint on your mind, your brain, your body. And this imprint carries on throughout our lives if we've experienced trauma. And it reorganizes the way that we, as people who have had trauma, function and show up in the world. If people who have been traumatized could do differently, they would. But until they get taught or understand what's going on, it's very difficult and challenging for them to do that. So they just relive the same broken record of behavior, the same broken record of thought processes, the same broken record of physiological feelings that they're having. And so once they learn that something has happened that has caused this ripple effect into their life, they don't know how to be any other way. So once they, they decide, okay, I got to change, I got to go to counseling, something's not right, and then someone helps them, that's when they can start to begin to heal from trauma. But until that person does, they're going to have the reactions, the short tempers, the not trusting people, the negative thoughts about behaviors. And and one of the toughest things about trauma for people who have been traumatized is someone could have the best intention for this person, but because their their cognitions got hijacked and became negative alterations in the way that they think, they misunderstand and mistake other people's good intentions because it's almost impossible for them to trust until someone comes along and shows them how to start to heal and to begin to trust and understand that the world isn't such a bad place there's some bad people that do there's some people that do some bad things but overall the world's not necessarily a bad place so trauma again is not a single event that has occurred It is something that happened to you or didn't happen to you that was supposed to happen to you that created a wound that now uh, changed how you believe about yourself, the world, and that disconnected you from who you were meant to be and it derailed you as a person. So Tanya, that is what the hell I'm thinking about trauma. Hopefully this answers your question. Email your questions, comments, situationships, it's complicated or rants and raves to what hell am I thinking at GMX.com so that the listeners can find out what makes you ask yourself, what the hell am I thinking?